Hello, I'm Dallas Johnson with your Dealer Training Podcast. And uh, what I want to do in today's podcast, I want to cover the step-by-step process and show you exactly how to obtain your California dealer's license. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. First of all, we are an approved provider by the California Department of Motor Vehicles, and you are required to take a six-hour training course. We give that course to you, so if you decide to allow us to become your dealer licensed training partner, you can go to CaliforniaDealer.com. Once again, that's CaliforniaDealer.com, and click on the big blue Enroll Now button. So let me go ahead and cover that process real quickly with you. Every person that wants to have a California dealer's license, or at least have their name on a California dealer license, is going to be required to get a live scan fingerprinting. And the reason for this here very soon, you know, you're going to have oversight over some very large financial transactions because many of the vehicles that you sell are going to be worth several thousands of dollars. So before the California Department of Motor Vehicles issues your dealer's license and they give you complete oversight over these very large financial transactions, they want to make sure that you didn't just get out of prison for robbing a bank. They want to make sure you've never stolen a car or rolled back odometers because the DMV requires dealers to be of a higher level of ethical standard than the average person that's walking down the street. And they want to make sure they don't give a dealer's license to somebody who was managing some nationwide auto theft ring. So, you know, you and each person whose name appears on the license is going to have to have a live scan fingerprinting. When you have your fingerprints taken, they're going to forward those to the Department of Justice. And this will just basically show the state that you're of a higher level of ethical standards than the person, than the average person walking down the street. Uh, now, you don't have to live in California to have a license here. Uh, but if you live in another state, you'll have to submit a fingerprint card to get your, and get your fingerprints taken at home and submit those with your application. And we'll talk about that in the course. But if you do live in California, you can go to oag.ca.gov. And we're going to cover that process extensively in your dealer training course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And I forgot to tell you, hey, if you want to call Occupational Licensing directly, 916-229-3126. So if you have any questions about getting a dealer's license, I want to give you some really good contact information with uh, the DMV. Uh, that's the Occupational Licensing, which is a division of the DMV, and they handle dealer licensing oversight. And you can contact them at any time, 916 229 to six, and I'm going to give you a lot of good contact information uh, in your dealer training course. Now, in order to have a dealer's license, you're going to have to have a business location. I want you to be very, very aware of this. You've got to have a location that meets local zoning. So let's talk to, about this for just a little bit. Your building has to be permanent in nature, and it has to meet local zoning. So how do you find out if the building that you want to use or the office that you want to use is zoned for the operation of a dealership? Well, Normally, you can call your city hall and ask for planning and zoning and tell them the address of the building or the office that you want to use, and they're going to inform you whether or not you can have a dealership at that building or that office. So you have to meet local zoning requirements for that building. So they're either going to tell you, yes, absolutely, you can have a dealer's license at that building, or no, absolutely not, it is not zoned correctly. So the DMV in Sacramento is going to require that you are zoned correctly. Now, another thing about it, you got to have an office that has direct entry. And what I mean by that, they don't want uh, your customers to have to go through three or four other businesses to get to your office. They want it to basically have direct entry from the building and be separate from any other business. So you definitely want to use that office or that building for the exclusive use of your dealership. And and the DMV wants your office to be basically uh, you know, a really safe retail environment. So in your office, you need to have a desk and a chair and a filing cabinet and a phone. 
The office is where you are going to store your records. And we're going to be starting that great big paper trail when you get your dealer's license. And if you do decide to allow us to become your dealer license training partner, uh, then what I'm going to do in the dealer course is I'm going to show you exactly what content that you're going to be copying. And uh, basically, you can't have this license without a copy machine. You can either store all your records digitally or you can just store them on records, whatever's convenient for you. So we're going to create that great big paper trail, and I'm going to show you exactly how to, uh, to comply with dealer licensing record requirements. And so I will definitely cover that with you. And, you know, on that building, you'll also have to show the state your hours of operation. So the DMV, they want to make sure your customers know uh, when you're accessible, whether they've got questions about a vehicle maybe they want to purchase from you, or maybe they've got questions about a vehicle they've already purchased from you, you have to put your hours on that building as well. And we're going to cover that extensively so you can be accessible to your customers before and after the sale. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So I want to talk about a couple of different licensing requirements with you here uh, because the state is going to require, okay, retail dealers must have a lot. Wholesale dealers are not required to have a lot. I want to repeat that. Retail dealers are required to have a lot. Wholesale dealers are not. Now, there's also what's called an auto broker endorsement. And if you get an auto broker endorsement, you're going to have a regular retail license, but you can also have a broker endorsement that basically allows you to act as an intermediary between the buyer and the seller. Okay. So, but it's still a retail license. Now, wholesale dealers do not have to have a lot, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm always going to point anyone in the direction of getting a retail license because there's a lot of companies out there where you can go rent an office and have a, a display spot that's designated to your office, and that would allow you to have a retail license. A retail license is going to allow you to sell vehicles to anybody on the planet. A wholesale license only allows you to sell vehicles to other licensed dealers. That really narrows your market. And I'm a big believer. I, I've, I've had so many folks say, hey, I want to get a wholesale license. And that's fine. But I want you to be aware, if you've got a wholesale license and you go into the dealer auctions, you're only going to be able to buy vehicles from the dealer auctions and sell them to other licensed motor vehicle dealers. Well, you're going to have to convince those other dealers. Why are they buying vehicles at a markup from you when they can buy that same vehicle at the dealer auction for the same price that you bought it at? So you're going to have to come up with a reason for dealers to buy vehicles from you at a markup when they can buy that same vehicle at the dealer auction without a markup. Now, there are wholesale dealers that do very well that have you know established relationships with franchisors and what i mean by that they'll buy every franchise trade in and you know it takes it can take years to get those relationships developed with franchisors and franchisors aren't really dedicated to wholesalers you know if you got another wholesaler comes along and uh, they're going to offer your franchisor a lot more money or even a little bit more money per vehicle i mean you know why is that franchisor sticking with you when they know they can sell those vehicles to another wholesaler at a dramatically reduced price. So I'm a big believer that, you know, when you get a retail license, the world is your market. You're not just required to sell vehicles to other persons with a dealer's license. You can sell a vehicle to anybody. And, you know, I know people will get say, hey, I'm going to get a wholesale license just to buy vehicles for myself. Well, that's not really allowed. Okay. And you can't buy vehicles like for your son or daughter because they're not, unless they have a dealer's license. If they have a dealer's license, you can get your, those vehicles and sell to them. But if you don't have a dealer's license, then you, you, I mean, if you've got a wholesale license, you can't sell to them unless they have a dealer's license. So, so I am a big believer that, uh, you know, going for it and getting a retail license, even if you only have one space in a lot in a parking lot that's designated to your office, you can still get 
uh, this, and there's a lot of companies out there, and we're going to talk about those in your dealer training course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Now, if you do have a lot, the lot's very the law's very clear. So real, retail dealers are required to have a display area for the vehicles they're selling and must have sufficient space for the vehicles that they're licensed to sell. So if you're only selling motorcycles, you can have a space big enough for a motorcycle. If you're going to be selling motor vehicles, you need to have space for a, a one vehicle. So you have to have space for the vehicles that you're selling. And uh, your lot, just like your building, it has to meet all local zoning requirements. The lot's got to be exclusively for the use of your dealership. So the DMV does, does allow an additional display lot, but they never allow you to share your lot with another motor vehicle dealer. Okay, so and, and on a side note, if you're in a building and there's another uh, building another business next to yours, you have to make sure that your neighboring businesses never park their vehicles on your lot because that's kind of some confusion the state would like you to avoid. They don't want some some neighboring businesses uh, customer parking vehicles on your lot, then one of your customers thinks that vehicle is for sale. That's confusion the state wants you to avoid. So you always want to make sure that your um, that your lot is basically physically separated from any other type of customer parking. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. So I definitely want to do everything I can to help you uh, maintain your compliance. This tends to be a very profitable business. And the reason why we have so many rules and guidelines, and they're really not that many rules and guidelines, but we are tightly regulated because we do tend to be a very high profit business. And when you find, uh, when you find out what vehicles are selling for on the dealer auction lot, and then what they're selling for on the in the dealer uh, on the dealer lot a week or so later, you're going to realize this is an incredible business, and you'll probably wish you've gotten a license like 20 or 30 years ago. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Another requirement is to obtain a dealer surety bond. Now, the state has a couple of different requirements here for dealer surety bonds. If you're going to sell used motor vehicles, you'll need to have a $50,000 dealer surety bond. If you're going to sell motorcycles or ATVs or or if you're a wholesale dealer selling less than 25 vehicles per year, then you can get away with a $10,000 dealer surety bond. So if you're selling motor vehicles, you've got to have a $50,000 dealer surety bond. If you're selling motorcycles, ATVs, or if you're a wholesale dealer selling less than 25 motor vehicles a year, then you can get a $10,000 bond. And, you know, your, your bond... Does a $10,000 bond cost 10 grand? No. Does a $50,000 bond cost 10 grand? No. It's based on your credit score. So with good credit, you know, I'm assuming with good credit, a $10,000 bond is going to cost about 100 to maybe $200 a year. A $50,000 bond with good credit is going to run 250 to 350 a year, some somewhere around there. Could be a little bit less. But I want you to be aware if you got a few blemishes on your credit score, those prices can increase dramatically. So it is based on your credit score. A dealer bond basically ensures that you operate with a very high level of ethical standards. Uh, you know, and basically, it does uh, protect the consumers from the small handful of unethical dealers in the state that are still operating out there. So it just ensures that we talk about it ensures that we operate with a very high level of ethical standards. And in your dealer training course, if you do decide to allow us to become your dealer licensed training partner, we're going to talk about ethics extensively. And try and do. I'm going to try and do my best to ensure that you never ever have a license suspended. And by following all the rules and by guidelines that I'm going to show you in your course, I think you're going to be able to maintain 100% compliance and keep this license for many, many years. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Another thing you have to do is get a permanent business sign. So the DMV basically wants your building to be identified as a dealership. So you're going to have to have a sign produced. A minimum of two square feet. It has to be at least a minimum of two square feet and viewable from 50 feet away. 
The name on a sign must be identical to the name on the dealer license application. And you can either mount that on the building or in the display line. If you don't have a sign yet, the state does have a little technicality that will allow you to apply for your license as long as you can show that you have paid for a sign. So we'll talk a little bit more about that sign in your dealer training course. If you want to go ahead and take that, go to CaliforniaDealer.com and click on the big blue Enroll Now button at the top of any page. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Another step in obtaining your license, you're going to be submitting a substantial amount of photographs. And the photograph is the photographs that you're going to submit. I mean, there is a step-by-step process here. They've got some uh, real, uh, a real step-by-step process to submit your photographs. So you're going to have to attach these photographs to paper and label them and number them. And there's an extensive amount. I mean, everything between the lot, the office, uh, the sign. And so we're going to go into that extensively in your dealer training course. And you're going to have to show pictures of where your records are stored. So it will take you just a little bit to take those exact pictures and get them laminate, not laminated, but basically stapled onto a piece of paper and submit them in the correct manner. You know, I'm going to show you in your course how to submit your license to the DMV in Sacramento in the correct manner. That way you're going to get your license approved as soon as possible. And after you've taken your course and gotten your paperwork into the state and taken your uh, test, which I'll talk about here in just a moment, very, very easy to do, you should get that license issued within four to six weeks. So if you submit the correct application in the correct manner, which I'm going to show you how to do in your dealer training course, you should get that license back as soon as possible. So we will cover that extensively. We're actually going to fill out all the paperwork together, all the latest updated forms. We're going to go into those forms and I'm going to show you exactly how to fill those forms out correctly. So after you take your six hour dealer training course, you're going to be prepared not only to apply for your license correctly to Sacramento, but you're also going to be ready to operate your new business. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. We're going to delve into records, you know, and in your records, all records have to be kept a minimum of five years. There's going to be some federal forms we're going to talk about in your course that have to be kept for five years. So a minimum of four years on all records with federal documents, a minimum of five years. You know, there are some records that the uh, IRS requires you to keep a minimum of seven years. So you basically have to have a copy machine. It's so easy to do. Uh, You can store those records via paper or electronically. And uh, I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. That's one of the easiest parts of having a dealer's license is maintaining your paper trail. So we'll cover that extensively in your dealer training course. You are listening to the dealer training podcast with Dallas Johnson. When you sell vehicles, you're going to have to charge sales tax. In most scenarios, you're going to be charging tax on those vehicles. And in order to do this, you're going to have to have what's called a resale permit from the California Department of Tax and Fee Administration. Now, this is the so easy to do. I'm going to show you, number one, how to get your resale permit in your dealer training course. But I'm also going to talk about these software programs. Uh, there's one that's actually free that'll do your title registrations for you. So what do I mean by that? When you sell a vehicle to someone, you're going to crunch the vehicle identification number of the vehicle into this easy electronic title registration software. It's going to compute exactly what tax the customer is paying you. So let's say you're selling a vehicle for $5,000. You'll crunch it in there, and there's going to figure out the tax of about $5,300 to $5,400. Okay, maybe a little bit more than that. And your customer is going to pay you that $5,400, and you're going to keep that $5,000, but you're going to easily wire transfer that $400 to the DMV 
Okay, so we're going to show you how to do this. It's all covered with your electronic title registration software, and we'll show you exactly how to use that software. So in your software, we're going to talk about the difference between an electronic title registration software program and a dealer management system. There's two different types of software that you can use for your dealership, and we will cover those extensively in your dealer training course. So I'm going to show you exactly how to get your resale permit with the California Department of Tax and Fee Administration. It's a few clicks of the mouse. I'm going to show you exactly how to do this. And you know, there are companies that will charge you five or 600 bucks for that. And I'm going to show you how to do it in your course. We'll spend a good 10, 15 minutes in your course, and I'll show you exactly how to do that. I'm also going to give you the phone number uh, to the California Tax and Fee Administration, and I'll give you several, uh, several contact, a lot of contact information in your dealer training course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. On a side note, if you are going to be providing automotive repair, you're going to have to register with the Bureau of Automotive Repair, which is a simple step. I'll show you a couple screenshots in your course there. So if you're not repairing vehicles, you won't have to worry about that. But if you are going to repair vehicles, it's a quick, quick, simple registration with the Bureau, the California Bureau of Automotive Repair. And we'll talk about that very briefly in your course as well. Most dealers are also going to register with the California Secretary of State's office. So, you know, not only is the is the California Secretary of State the state's leading election authority, they are also the leading recorder of business entities, and they're going to want a record of the business that you're getting ready to start. So if you're going to be a limited liability company or a corporation or a limited partnership or a limited liability partnership, you will have to register with the Secretary of State. And I'm going to show you the screenshots on that and try to make it as easy as possible. If you're a general partnership, you may register. If you're a sole proprietor, you're not required to register with the Secretary of State. However, if a sole proprietor's name is in your proper name, you don't have to register. But if it's not, you have to register with the county. Did you catch all that? So what I mean by that, if you're a sole proprietor, let's say, for example, your dealership is named, your, your name's Sarah Sanchez, and you're a sole proprietor and you're calling your dealership Sarah Sanchez, there's no registration required, which I don't think is going to be the norm. If you're Sarah Sanchez Motors, and you're a sole proprietor, then you're going to have to register what we call a fictitious name statement with the county that your dealership is in. So the majority, a very large portion of dealers are actually going to register with the Secretary of State. And I'm going to cover that process extensively with you in your dealer training course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. I'm also going to show you how to register your business with your local city. Now, the DMV out of Sacramento is going to require that you're operating legally locally. So you're going to have to do a quick business registration with your city hall or your county. And this can be done online. Uh, very easy to do. Sometimes we call it, well, they might call it a tax registration certificate or a business occupational license. So every city is a little bit different, but they're going to have different names to that local business license. So I'm going to show you how to find out what it's called in your city or your county. And I'll show you how to search there. So you will have to basically uh, get a local business license in whatever city that you're can or county that you're operating in. And you will need to submit a copy with that with your dealer license application. And we'll cover that process extensively. Very easy to do. It's a step-by-step -step process. And we'll cover all of this in your dealer training course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Got to have a bank account in your dealership name. So the state does not want you intermingling dealership funds with your with your personal funds. So they want you to have an actual account for your dealership and it's easy to do. You're just going to have to go go to your local bank, get you an account in your dealership name, throw a couple hundred bucks in there, and then you're going to submit a document that we're going to complete in your course. And I'll show, and that's going to show the DMV in uh, Sacramento that you do have 
a bank account. I'm also going to make a very bold prediction here. I'm going to predict that when you get your dealer's license, your income is going to go up dramatically. And with that income increase, I guarantee you the federal government's going to want a little bit of that action. So you're going to have to get what we call a federal tax ID number or an employer identification number. They've got a few terms for this here, but I'm going to show you in the course how to do this. When you get your federal tax ID number, you are basically showing the DMV in Sacramento that you are prepared to have a dealer's license and pay taxes on your profits. You got to pay taxes on your profits. There's no way around that. Okay. So you need to expect this. And I'm also going to talk in your course a little bit about making sure and setting some of your profits aside so you can pay your taxes because you will have to do that. And I'm also going to give you a lot of good tax phone numbers in your dealer training course. But I'm going to show you how to get your employer identification number uh, online. There are companies, I know companies out there that charge $600 to get your employer identification number. Well, don't do that. I'm going to show you how to do it for free in your dealer training course. We'll cover that extensively. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Couple of final steps before you get your license. It seems like a long step, but uh, it, it uh, a long set of steps, but it really is not. And uh, I'm going to go down that just a checklist for you I'm going to have uh, in your course and just try and make it as easy as possible to get your license. You're going to have to have a location inspection, okay? So before the DMV in California is going to issue your dealer's license, you're going to need to have an inspector come out and take a quick look at your location. You know, they're going to make sure your sign's big enough. They're going to make sure you got an area to store records. And I'm going to show you exactly how to get your occupational licensing inspection. I got a bunch of phone numbers for you. So you're going to be able to call a number and, and arrange that appointment. I'll give those phone numbers to you. There are specific offices that do this. Uh, in the state. So uh, we will definitely need to make sure that we have that done correctly. And I will cover that in your dealer training course. You are listening to the dealer training podcast with Dallas Johnson. As I said earlier, you know, one of the steps in getting your license is to take your six hour course. So hopefully you'll consider us to be your dealer license training partner. And you can go to CaliforniaDealer.com and click on the big blue enroll now button to get started with your course. You have to watch all six hours of video. You have to watch the entire six hours in order to get your dealer's license. And then what we're going to do, as soon as you've watched all the videos, we're going to mail you your certificate of completion. You can't download it. We cannot email it to you. We have to mail you a signed original certificate of completion that is produced by the California Department of Revenue, Department of Motor Vehicles, excuse me, with its own certificate number. So I've been asked many, many times, can't you just shoot me an email? Can't we just download that at the end of the course? No, sorry, the state does not allow that. But when you complete your... Uh, when you complete your training, we will mail put that in the mailbox within the hour. And we are mailing out of Los Angeles, but uh, hopefully that will even get up to our friends in the northern side of the state uh, as fast as possible. So we'll get that to you as fast as possible. And one final step, I do want you to be aware of, there is going to be a quick test that you need to take before you can get your, get your license. We're going to give you that contact information. You're not going to fail the test. The test is a 40-question test that you're going to have to go into your local occupational license agency and do this in your local DMV office, excuse me, and get this taken care of. You're not going to flunk. You're going to pass it the first time. If for some reason you don't, you can take it a second time that day. If for some reason you don't, you're going to take it the third time. Well, it's all common sense stuff, and we're going to cover that extensively in your dealer training class. Very, very easy part of the course and pre-licensing process is to take your simple test, and we'll talk about that in your course. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hey, once again, I appreciate you listening to the podcast today. Just wanted to do a quick one here. Uh, we are definitely uh, given that training for the Department of Motor Vehicles. We're approved by the Department of Motor Vehicles. I've been training for the state of California 
for about five years now. So uh, anyway, you can certainly read our reviews. Go to CaliforniaDealer.com and click on that big blue Enroll Now button. And I would really appreciate you considering us to become your dealer licensed training partner. So thank you very much. And I want to wish you the very best of luck with your new business.